Welcome to the Ride This Out podcast, where we talk about how to improve your mental health and strengthen your connection to nature and your community, all through one simple solution, the bicycle. My name is Zach Golding, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and mental health therapist. I'll be your host as we discuss the power of pedaling. All right, welcome into this week's Tune Up Tuesday, or today's Tune Up, because you're listening to this today, whatever today is. Uh, these are released every Tuesday. These are going to be five to ten minute quick tips, questions, reflections, some things for you to kind of think about to help with our thinking process, to help uh, view the world in a, in a different way and help us with whatever we're going through. Um, I'm a mental health therapist. This is not a replacement for therapy. It's in fact an addition or a supplement to whatever therapy that you're going to. Just some some ideas, some stories to help us reflect on some things. Or if you're not going to therapy, this is an encouragement to look at going to therapy and setting an appointment and going. And for best results, ride your bike to the appointment. All right. Uh, today's story actually comes from today. Um, it's the first day back from holiday break. And I'd asked my son, he's six years old, goes to first grade. I'd asked him, hey, do you want to ride your bike or do you want to drive? We're a mile away. We've gotten a whole lot of snow in our area. It's really cold. And so, you know, I wanted to give him that option. He almost always chooses to ride his bike. And sure enough, he did this morning. So I wanted to promote that. I want to encourage that, right? Um, so as we're getting ready, and it's cold. It's really cold outside. And it's really low light. So... I was like, all right, well, let's, you know, bundle up, put our high visibility on. I put my high vis hat on, on my high vis uh, vest, <laughs> looking like a construction worker, right? I put one on my son as well. I've put high vis stickers all over his helmet. You can, you can never be too safe out there, especially with the early morning low light. So as we're pulling out, as we're starting to ride, you know, he's saying, it's cold. My my hands aren't working very good. He has he's got his big gloves on and his brakes, and he's like, I have a hard time with my brakes. So we're practicing a little bit. I'm thinking, all right, well, let's let's just see how this goes. So as we're cruising, we're, he's on the sidewalk. I'm a little bit off of the sidewalk, but because there was so much snow, it kind of pushed me a little bit further out into the street. And as we turn left, and we go down the street, maybe you know, 50 feet, we're going along. My son's on the sidewalk. He's perfectly safe. All of a sudden, there's this car that's pulling out from their intersection. And as they're pulling out, they don't see me at all, which surprised me tremendously because I am over six feet tall and I'm wearing all high visibility. <laughs> Luckily, they're going you know, less than five miles an hour. I'm going really slow and I notice that they don't notice me and I'm standing there right in front of their car. So I completely move out of their way. Again, they're going really slow. And I tap them because they were coming head on straight for me. And I tap their car like, hello. And I just kind of said, hey, 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 tapping their car. All of a sudden, they slam on their brakes. And they pull forward a little bit. They stop. And they get out. And it's this younger college-age girl. And she says, oh, my gosh. I didn't even see you there. And so many things were rushing through my head at that moment. How can you not see me? I'm 
all decked out in this high vis. I'm standing right in front of you, right? And she says, I thought I had cleared my windshield better than that. And I just kind of shook my head. And she, her face and her, you could tell, like she was, she just felt tremendous amount of guilt. And I just said, yeah, you need to make sure you clear your windshield. And she said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then at that point, right, I just said, okay, we are turning around. We're walking back to our house and we're just going to drive. But, you know, a few things from that, I am just uh, tremendously grateful and lucky that for one, it wasn't a big monster truck that just hit me, but it was a, you know, it was a smaller kind of crossover type car, but also too, that they were going really slow, slow enough that I was able to recognize and see them coming right at me and that I was able to move out of the way. But, you know, as I was thinking about it for the rest of the day today, I was just like, man, okay, I was, you know, probably a little bit more out into the road than what I should have been, absolutely because of the snow had pushed me out into there, right? But then I got thinking about, you know, how many times have I driven, you know, especially when I was younger with a frosted windshield with, you know, I wouldn't take the time to necessarily scrape as as well as I probably should have, right? And I'm sure many of us are guilty of that, where we might be in a rush to get to wherever we're going and we just don't think, oh, or, you know, we think, oh, our defroster will kick in and it will clear up our whole windshield. So then I'm thinking, well, man, I'm just so grateful that I've haven't been in that situation where, you know, I could have potentially harmed somebody. I mean, I, I was in those situations, but I, it didn't actually happen. And so got me kind of thinking, you know, this is our, this is the public service announcement going on right here. Of, man, take a little extra time to clear your windshield, right? But then again, I'm a therapist and I will always kind of dig a little bit more introspectively and kind of think about some things, the lessons learned from from opportunities like this. And it got me thinking of like, okay, this is completely blocking our vision, right? And the safety that is concerned that like literally it's could kill somebody, right? Driving around blind, not being able to see if you just scrape a little teeny tiny square, hoping that it will defrost more, but you know, taking that extra time to clear up your vision, taking that extra time to make sure you can see clearly. And then it got me thinking, okay, well, what's blocking our vision, right? Um, on a day-to-day basis, what is, what is blocking your vision? What are those things that kind of get in the way where we think, you know, I don't really have time to do this. I don't really have time to clear up my vision to be able to see what's coming ahead. I just got to get there. I got to get there. When really, if that idea of you just got to get there, you're potentially going to cause more damage than you would if you would just take that one or two extra minutes to really scrape and to really clear that up, right? So again, with our lives, what are those things that we can do that can clear up our vision? What are those things that are blocking our vision? The things that we um, might not think about, but it's blocking the, the ability to see and clear up things a little bit in our future. So anyways, just a couple little reflections, little questions for you to kind of think about. What are some things that are blocking your vision? And what are some things that you can do to clear that vision up as you move forward? So be safe out there. Um, And another lesson for me is that you can wear all the high-vis in the world. You can 
have some safe streets. You can do all those things um, and to help protect potential car crashes and those things from happening. But ultimately what it comes down to is um, safe drivers. Like you got to be safe. You got to just take that little bit of extra time to recognize, to notice, and to pay attention to what's going on out there. So whatever's going on, um, whatever's happening in your life, um, you know, I don't want this to deter anybody from riding. I, I definitely would probably say, you know, take it, uh, take inventory of what the, inv- what, sorry, what the uh, weather is and what's happening with that. Um, that was probably not the wisest decision to go out there with all the snow, but hopefully with better bike infrastructure, with, um, you know, better snow clearing and everything that we can, um, be able to bike in, in all different types of weather. You see a lot of videos of, of people doing that all around the world. So again, it's not to deter anybody from riding. It's to encourage more people to ride. But when when we're faced with difficult challenges or trials, you know, jump on that bike and let's ride this out.